All right, we are at our final anchor habit. So in the last training, you probably kind of heard me say a few times, the next habit is stop eating when you feel satisfied. And so learning how to eat until you're about 80% full. So again, this is another anchor habit. An anchor habit is something that you can come back to whenever you need a good reset, whenever you just feel like maybe things got out of control again. This is a really nice habit for you to just always come back to. This is also a habit that is easy to use anywhere. If you're eating at a friend's house, if you're eating at a restaurant, if you're eating at home, if you're eating on the go, just really learning how to stop eating when you feel satisfied. So this takes a little bit of knowing your fullness and hunger cues, right? So that's the first step to help you stop eating when you're about 80% full or right at that satisfied mark. So satisfied, again, doesn't mean full, right? If you're full, (coughs) excuse me, then you're at the 100% mark. And then if you're stuffed, you're over that 100% mark. And we're thinking about 80% full, right? So I like to think of the hunger fullness cues on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being not hungry at all and 10 being ravenous. So when you wait to eat until about a seven and a half or higher, you will all, you will literally almost always overeat, right? Like, and again, I try to not use the words always or never, but this is a case where you will almost likely always overeat. So if you learn to eat when your hunger cues are around a four to six, then you can practice eating slowly a lot easier and more than likely stop eating when you're to that satisfied mark. So you're probably thinking, how do I know when I'm satisfied? Because I remember thinking this for myself, right? Like, what does that mean? So that's something that you will start to notice and learn over time for one. But an easy way for myself and most other people is asking yourself, can I go for a brisk walk right now? So not a leisurely stroll, right? But can I go for like a brisk walk, a light jog and feel okay? If the answer is yes, right, then you're probably to the satisfied point. If the answer is no, then you're past that point. And so that's something that you can ask yourself when you're eating is, could I go for a brisk walk right now and feel okay, right? Again, this isn't eating until we're full or stuffed. And it's also not still feeling hungry either. So this is where taking a pause and just putting your utensils down can come in really handy Because you can pause and then you can really gauge on your hunger and fullness scale, where am I? And if you're not quite at that satisfied point, if you're still actually feeling pretty hungry, right, then it's okay to eat more. 
So feeling satisfied is when you're in that kind of middle area. So it's going to take some practice for you guys to find this space and that's okay, right? So again, giving yourself breaks between bites, giving yourself time to eat can really help you find when you feel just satisfied. So this is why I'm giving you guys this after we practice learning how to eat slowly because all of those action steps that are teaching you and helping you learn how to eat slower will definitely be advantageous when it comes to stopping when you're satisfied. So learning to stop eating when you feel satisfied helps with the following as well. I love to share this because I think it's so important for us to know all of the benefits of what we're doing, right? Like we're not just doing these things for the sake of doing them and we're not just doing them for weight loss because really we're talking about overall health and wellness, right? So stopping eating when you feel satisfied leads to gradual sustainable weight loss, of course. It improves appetite regulation because you are eating slower and you're more mindful, right? It minimizes the need to eliminate calorie targets or to be on another diet plan. And so we've talked about tracking your macros before, right? There's no need to really track your macros unless there's very specific goals that you're trying to achieve. I think it is important that if you're trying to lose weight, you should probably be tracking your macros to some degree, at least your protein and fiber. Um, But it minimizes the need to do this when we're practicing eating slow and stopping when we're satisfied, right? Um, It increases body awareness, helping you to better regulate emotional hunger versus physical hunger. And so physical hunger is gradual and tied to the last time that you ate, right? So it's your stomach actually growling, feeling empty. Maybe you have a headache. Maybe you're feeling lightheaded, right? There's actual physical cues for physical hunger. While emotional hunger is triggered by things such as stress, worry, fatigue, or even just being bored right? And so increasing your body awareness, paying attention to those fullness and hunger cues can really help you differentiate, is this physical hunger or is this emotional hunger, right? And it's okay sometimes to eat when it's emotional hunger. I think there's so much stigma around this, like emotional eating, right? We don't want to be ravenous, right? But sometimes it might be that time of the month for us and we're craving chocolate or we're craving our favorite sweet or we're craving something salty, right? It's okay to give yourself what you need. Just eat it slowly and learn how to stop when you're satisfied, right? You don't need to eat a whole for me. Like I don't need to eat a whole, uh, package of chocolate, right? I love like sea salt, caramel, dark chocolate type stuff. And I love popcorn. Like I don't need to eat a whole bag of popcorn. I don't need to eat a whole chocolate bar, but I can eat a little bit and feel satisfied. And I know that it maybe has more to do with my hormones, you know, and the stress and the fatigue around 
having your cycle and it's not real physical hunger. But it is important to know the difference to stay away from using food as a means to cope with our feelings, right? That's where things become unhealthy. Um, Another way that stopping eating when you feel satisfied helps with is eating until you're satisfied also encourages good digestion, right? So your body is able to digest the food that you're eating properly because you're not leaving yourself feeling overly stuffed and your body doesn't really know what to do with that extra food or it's taking longer to digest things or, you know, it's giving you heartburn or acid reflux because you ate too much. And so, again, it really helps with that proper digestion. It also helps you enjoy food and eating like never before, right? Like you're really learning to enjoy food enjoy eating. And this is where the magic happens and really changing our relationship with food, right? Is that we're learning to actually enjoy it again. It's not a chore. It's not something to be afraid of. It's not something that ruins our day, right? Like it's just something that we learn to enjoy, you know, to be social, whether we're by ourselves. And so I just, I love that. And it also helps build your tolerance for slight discomfort, learning how to stop when satisfied. Because again, we're so used to eating until we're full or stuffed, right? And so learning how to stop when you're satisfied, it's again, you're going to have to learn like, am I actually still hungry or am I actually satisfied, right? And so it builds that tolerance for slight discomfort which again will help you learn not to eat from emotional hunger and you'll eat more from physical hunger. So I really want you guys to consider and keep in mind that we are building this habit along with the other habits that I'll be giving you. And it's going to take time to really get better at these habits, right? Just like anything else. I want you guys to be patient I want you to learn to listen to your body, right? Because your body really does know what it's doing. And I want you guys to really be able to just keep going with these habits. And so again, really practice them a couple of weeks at a time and really practice them. Like you don't have to be perfect. It isn't about being perfect. It's about being consistent. And consistent is like for every 10 days, eight of those days, you're practicing the habit. So if you're, you know, in a given week, if you only practice the habit two days out of that week, give yourself more time to really build the habit and practice it with the specific action steps that you're using to get better at the habit, right? To build the skill before you just write it off. Like I really want you guys to be consistent in practicing these things to give yourself a chance and see what hits and what makes a difference for you. All right, I hope you loved this one. All of these habits are my favorite. Bye.